Today on the show, we're going to continue with the psychology of the chakra system, discussing chakras two and three. Please continue to support the podcast by rating and reviewing it on iTunes and sharing it with a friend. If you know someone that you think would enjoy the podcast, please share it with them. Help me spread the word. I provide this content to you for free and ask that you make a donation to help support the podcast. Please give what you feel that you've received from the podcast. It could be a small amount, a medium amount, a large amount, whatever you feel that you have gotten from it. Please make a donation and help contribute to the podcast. You can go to thestoryofmepodcast.com and on the contact page, there's a donate button and help support me so I can continue to bring you this content. You can also go to the podcast website to submit your questions to be answered on the program. And for those of you who have already donated, I thank you for your contribution. You can also go to the Story of Me podcast website to submit your questions to be answered on the program and also to join my mailing list to get the newsletter of my upcoming workshops and availability for consultations. In fact, in September, I'm going to be in Europe. So my first workshop is going to be in Amsterdam, the Science and Art of Hand Analysis Workshop on uh, September 11th and 12th in Amsterdam. You can go to the show notes to see the details and contact information to register for the workshop. And then after that, I will be in Belgium for a Kundalini Belgium Yoga Festival, and then also to do a workshop on self-love and Kundalini Yoga. And this will be on September 19th. And I will be available for hand analysis consultations in both Amsterdam and Belgium, and coming up also in Spain, Germany, and Sweden. And so for information on the consultations in Belgium and Amsterdam, again, you can go to the episode description and get information for that. For information on hand analysis consultations in Sweden, Germany, and Spain, you can contact me directly through the podcast website. Okay, so now let's get started. Beautiful amount. Bountiful am I, blissful am I, why? Beautiful am Welcome to the story of me with Amarjit Singh. This is where my guests and I share personal stories from our life and explore the psychological insights that were learned from these experiences. Each story will entertain you as well as increase your understanding of your own psychological patterns. Then, through the principles of yoga psychology, you will learn how to overcome the resistance that is holding you back from living a more fulfilling life. Join me every Tuesday for a new episode where I share my experiences in psychological understanding, interview guests, and answer listener questions. Now let's get started with the podcast that awakens your inner power through awareness and understanding. Welcome to the show. For those of you who are new, my name is Amarjit Singh and I am your host. And for old listeners, welcome back. It's good to have everyone again. I hope everyone is doing well. 
Today, I thought I would continue from episode 43, The Psychology of the Chakra System. So in episode 43, I covered the root chakra, the first chakra, and today I am going to continue and do the second and third chakra. And like I talked about in episode 43, that what I'm going to talk about in this episode as well is to discuss the chakra system so that you can learn how to heal yourself using this system because it's it's kind of a system to diagnose yourself and also to really look at your life in relationship to how the chakras are working together. So if they're imbalanced, which for most people, they're dominated by one chakra or the other, you can understand this and try to find balance. This is what we're trying to do is to find balance in the system. If, if one chakra is out of balance, disrupts the flow of the energy up the central channel, which is necessary to become self-realized. And so you want to have all these energy centers balanced. And we talked about them in episode 43. And also, really, you can, what I, I highly recommend before listening to any of these um, episodes that are on the psychology of the chakra system is to go back to episode 10 how to heal yourself from habit patterns, illness, and disease, because this is an important part to this healing process. And so that you can use this information in episode 10 to heal yourself or to find balance in one or more of the chakras. Because like I talked about in every episode, but especially I, I explained it, I think, in more depth in episode 10 is how these chakra systems and how the physiology of the body gets disrupted by your psychology. So you have a reaction to something that you observe from one of the senses, whether you see something, you feel something, taste something, or, or even think something. And then you react to this based on your history, based on your karma, based on your past experiences, and that reaction causes this thought, whether it's an unconscious thought or, or a conscious thought, which, depending on which aspect of your psychology it is, is represented in the body somewhere. And so I, I've given the example of anger. When you get angry, what happens is the heart starts to beat harder and, and the lungs start to breathe deeper and faster. And the reason this is, is because the vibration of anger is a very dense vibration that encompasses this heart area, the heart chakra. And when it does this, it doesn't allow the subtle flow of prana to penetrate so easily. And so the heart doesn't pump proper way, so the blood is not getting out uh, so easily, so the heart has to beat harder in order to continue to pump the blood. And then the lungs don't expand as easily because the vibration of anger is dense and it's not allowing the prana to animate the lungs in its fullest capacity. So this is how the physiology gets disrupted based on your psychology. 
And then in turn, whatever area of the body this is represented by this aspect of psychology, like in this example of anger, it disrupts the flow of prana. And then the the chakra, which is in the subtle body, does not spin, does not generate the energy to move along this prana. And so what we want to do is we want to balance the chakras so that the prana can flow through the channels throughout the chakra system. And so in episode 43, we talked about the muladhara chakra, the root chakra. And today I thought we would talk about the second and third chakra. And what you want to do in life is really you want to raise the energy from the lower triangle, which we call the lower three chakras, to the upper chakras so that you're operating from the heart and you're not operating from the more primitive or the more uh, physical ways. And you'll see that in, in today's episode when I go through the second and third chakra. So we'll start out with the second chakra, and this is the Svathisthana chakra, which is represented by the color orange. This is located near the sexual organs, and it is also represented by the element of water. And we talked about in the last episode, not the last episode, but the last episode I did on the chakra system, I talked about the first chakra being the function of eliminating energy. The second chakra is about eliminating liquid, right? It, it, it's this, the, represented by the element of water. The psychological function of the second chakra is related to desire. This, this idea of I feel or I want. And this orientation to the self then is self-gratification. Then it's easy to see how this chakra can be imbalanced. Because when we talk about desire, if we're fully motivated by our desire, then a lot of our life will be out of balance. So the, the key function really is this creativity in this chakra. This is where this creative energy and also the creative energy to reproduce and all, all these things are located in this chakra. So if the psychological functioning of this chakra is to feel, to desire, and to create, right? So think about this in your life. Are you motivated by your desires? Are you overcome by your capacity to feel? Or even the opposite, right? Or are you creating throughout your life, and we're talking about creating, we can talk about this creative energy that flows from this chakra. Are we able to raise this to the heart level, right? If we maintain this in the lower chakras, this desire and this ability to feel and to create is really in its coarse vibration. And the malfunctions of this are sexual problems, inadequacies, jealousy, and lustfulness, Right? There's nothing wrong with connecting through this creative energy with people, with life, but to do it in a way that is flowing properly, which is through compassion, through expressing love, not just in a physical way, 
but in a spiritual way, we can say, or a, a way that really is not to connect physically, but to connect spiritually. And it's just about the intention, right? The act can be the same act, but is what is the intention behind it? Is this just this desire for gratification, or is it a desire to, to want something because you want things so strongly, or is it because of your way to create, to express compassion, to connect, to feel in a nice, subtle, balanced way? And when this is out of balance, we can, we can look at the body parts that are located around the chakra or that are operated by the chakra, like the gonads, the genitals, kidney, bladder, and the lower back. So look in your life. Are you having issues with these aspects of your physiology, right? Are you having lower back problems? Are you feeling jealous? Do you have problems of lustfulness? Does it take up too much of your mental space? Are you feeling inadequate? And these are all issues that are related to this second chakra. So then you can say, okay, I need to raise this energy from the second chakra to balance it so that I'm not constantly focused on what I want or my desires or my jealousies that other people are doing better than me or or whatever it is. Look at how your thinking is related to these psychological functions, to this orientation of self-gratification. Are you self-indulgent or are you able to be balanced and to think of others instead of overly thinking of yourself and fulfilling your desires and wants and needs? Because then how are the relationships in your life? How are the connections, whether it's with friends or even intimate connections, how are these relationships focused? Right, and, and what I'm talking about is that there's nothing wrong with having physical connections with someone, but to do this with a higher intention, to do this with the intention of connecting on a spiritual level, not just the physical level, and to not be controlled by this flow of energy, because what it does is it takes away your capacity to really express yourself creatively. And what we want to do is we want to be able to raise this energy, move the flow of this energy to the higher chakras so we can take that creativity and project it from our heart and to project it with compassion, with love, and also then to the throat chakra. So really, the second and and fifth chakra, which is the throat chakra, so the second and, and and fifth chakra are are related. I mean, they're all related, but they're related in this this specific flow of self-expression. And we see the imbalances of this quite often in how people are speaking. When their throat chakra and the second chakra are off, we can see changes in the communication, in the the way the throat struggles to communicate or has a particular sound to it is because the balance between the second and fifth chakra are off. And we see this a lot in people who are 
out of balance in their self-expression with their authentic self, with their self-expression in their sexuality. And so we see a lot of this come through in the voice when these two chakras are not in alignment because they're directly related to this creative energy, this creativity, this expression of the authentic self. So when this second chakra is balanced, the the qualities that come out are these positive, relaxed attitude uh, to sexual functioning, to patience, creativity, responsible in relationships. And this is when it is in balance. When we look at the aspects the shadow aspects, or when it's out of balance, we see people who are more rigid in their emotions. Uh, There's more guilt, difficulty with boundaries, and irresponsible in relationships, and also problems with the reproductive organs or the kidneys. And just like I talked about in the first chakra, with each chakra, there are different yoga poses that focus the energy to these centers. And so when you hold the posture or you're doing the posture that is focused on a particular chakra, what it's going to do is it's going to focus the prana to these energy centers so that any of the memories that are stuck there, these unconscious or even conscious thoughts will start to arise. And this is why when people go to a yoga class, they feel they should come out of the class and be very happy. You know, they go into the class and let's say you're doing a yoga set for the heart chakra and you come out of the class and you're irritated or you're frustrated or you're angry and you think, well, this isn't working. I'm not happy. And in actuality, it's working because what it did is it stimulated something there and now these unconscious thoughts or memories are coming up and you're not too happy with them. So you need to deal with them. And if you continue to focus on the center, then the memories start to come up and you start to go deeper with these issues. And in the second chakra, there's many postures that you can do, many yoga sets and uh, to balance the sexual energy, to work on balancing this self-indulgent behavior so that the desire is controlled and not controlled in a very rigid way, but controlled in a relaxed way, meaning that you're not affected by it. Not that you're repressing it or that you're holding it back, but that you're allowing everything to flow. But this energy that's normally uh, maybe focused on this for you is then taken and used for your creative energy, for your creative expression. Now, this brings us to the third chakra, the Manipura chakra. And this is represented by the element of fire. And this chakra is related to transformation, your ability to use and transform energy. It's the navel chakra in the solar plexus. And the psychological function of this chakra is the will, meaning I can. And it, the orientation to the self is this self-definition of who you are. 
And this is where personal power and authority are, are focused. So if you're having difficulty in your life, exercising your personal power, your authority, your capacity to draw boundaries, to feel confident, you need to work that navel center. And it's it's very powerful area because it's about transforming this energy from the lower chakras to the higher chakras, transforming the, your will so that you can have an impact on your environment. And the glands that are associated with her, the pancreas and the adrenal glands, and the other body parts are the digestive system, the liver, and the gallbladder. And so you have to ask yourself in your life, are you having difficulty with your digestive system? And there's many illnesses and diseases that are related to this chakra that have to do with digestion, that have to do with the whole system having difficulty with it. And this is the malfunction of this chakra. When it's out of balance, the digestive system has trouble. You don't have the energy. You have kind of this chronic fatigue because you can't manifest your will, your energy to focus. And when it's functioning properly, well, then you're more flexible, you're self-confident, you're able to project your authority and your power. And this is very important. We see a lot of people, I encounter a lot of women, especially in my counseling, that have issues with personal power because of their karma and the way they've been raised, if the relationship between the mother and the father had particular issues, and then the parent maybe overstepped boundaries with the child, well, then they have these difficulties of where to draw the boundaries and do I deserve better? And so this is the this area where to work on this, the self-esteem, the identity, the judgment that you have for yourself. This is where the strength for inner balance comes from. This inspiration for good health is developed. And when it's out of balance, this shadow aspect of it is where this anger or greed or shame, which are just compensations for a lack of personal power. And I see this a lot, people who don't feel that they're able to exercise their personal power, they try to overcompensate. And whether this is they become greedy or they become very materialistic or or they follow some other way to compensate. And it's really just to cover the shame and the despair. It's almost, or, or they become the aggressor to compensate. And so this is another thing with personal power is that people can be very passive and not exercise their personal power. And some people do this where they are afraid of confrontation. And so they never confront anyone when they overstep the boundaries. And you see this a lot in in relationships when the partner doesn't appreciate the boundaries and is more self-focused and they kind of dominate in the relationship and the partner is unable to confront the person because they're avoiding confrontation. And then there's people that suffer from the same issue, but they compensate the opposite way, is that instead of avoiding confrontation, they make everything a confrontation to overcompensate, to avoid people trying to 
take away their power is they try to take away other people's to compensate so they don't get so the other person doesn't get the opportunity to overstep the boundary and this is a self-protection mode of living and both ways are imbalanced and they're covering up for this lack of self-esteem or this lack of confidence in being able to exert who you are, your true nature. And so a lot of aspects of the ego of the shadow are derived from how we feel about ourselves, because there are all these layers of protection that are thoughts that we create to compensate. And so what you want to do then is you want to look at your digestion, your digestion system. Are you having difficulties with this or with the liver, the gallbladder, and the pancreas? And these are issues that are related to this personal power, the third chakra. And in Kundalini Yoga, one of my favorite postures is the stretch pose. If any of you Kundalini Yogis out there know this posture, this is one of the best postures for really exercising your personal power. Try to keep those legs up for five minutes and see how you do. But there are many other postures in yoga that are good for the navel center. And you can speak with your yoga teacher to help you figure out what these are or look online or at some of the manuals. And in the podcast Facebook group, I'll post some yoga postures for the first three chakras uh, this week. So you can go and you can join the podcast group, which there are links on the website, the podcast website, and follow them so that you can use these and, and look at it. But what I'm giving you now is just a way to diagnose how your chakras are working, how they're in alignment or not in alignment, so that we can move up to the heart center on the next time. But now we focus this episode and also episode 43 on the lower three chakras. And these need to be balanced before we can start to really raise this energy. Because we want to take all these aspects of our life and raise it so that we can express our true nature without resistance. Because that's what it's about, is being able to have everything in alignment and creating the subtle awareness within where the vibrations are very subtle that you can connect to them. And there are no coarse vibrations that are preventing the life force from flowing through the channels within the subtle body. And then we get closer to becoming authentic, right? And what is authentic but expressing yourself without resistance? And this resistance is in the form of all these ideas of who you think you are. And who you think you are is preventing you from seeing who you are. Because all these preconceived ideas of who you think you are limit your expression. And what you want to do is you want to put yourself into a state of mind where there are no limits and that your expression comes out unadulterated, uncompromised, and in its full force, its full strength. And so you want to strengthen these lower three chakras so that you can master the balance and become authentic in your expression through the heart and throat chakra. 
I'd like to tell you about Sing flutes. These are flutes that are made by me. They're handcrafted Native American-style flutes designed for sound healing. The flutes are tuned to the frequency of 432 hertz, the harmonic intonation of nature. The fundamental note of each flute is in a key to vibrate a particular chakra. Whether you are playing for others or yourself, listening to 432 hertz music resonates inside the body. In fact, they did a medical study where they hooked people up to a brain and heart monitor and played different instruments to them. The Native American-style flute had the most impact in relaxing them. If you're a yoga teacher, it's a great instrument to incorporate into your classes. What I do is I have an app on my iPad that has the sounds of nature, and I'll put on the sounds of rain and play over this to the students at the end of the class. It's a very intuitive instrument to play. There's no musical knowledge necessary to get started. Each flute is unique since they're handmade. I put different artwork on them. I put mantras on them related to the chakras that they're tuned to. So go check them out at singflutes.com, S-I-N-G-H-F-L-U-T-E-S.com. Use the discount code, the story of me podcast and get 10% off. Thank you for joining me today. I hope you enjoyed the program. Again, please rate, review, and share the podcast with your friends. Help me get the word out. And if you're enjoying the content that I'm providing for you, please make a donation uh, that represents how much you feel you've gotten from the podcast. And again, you can submit your questions to the program and go to the storyofmepodcast.com. Until the next time, from the podcast that awakens your inner power through awareness and understanding, allow love to be the current that carries your words and actions.